Welcome to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. Our show is about everything that has to do with surfing. The culture, the music, the art, and the sport itself. No matter where you're from, no matter what you do, get ready to get stoked. Now, here are your hosts, JJ and the Doctor. Well, hello and good Thursday to you. This is JJ. And this is the Doctor. And welcome to Surf Talk Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are here today on another beautiful, sunny Southern California fall day after we actually just had a couple days of rain. Come on in. We had rain and thunder and lightning and boom, bam, bang. It was a, it was a crazy, crazy couple days there. Yeah. San Diego had some flooding, but man, was I happy to see that and hear that thunder and see that lightning. and Pretty exciting. Just like the, the cool water that's 66 degrees. And, Woo! Woo! Freezing. Yeah, here it is like uh, yeah, early right. November, and uh, it's like 66, and we're well, crying about it because, you know, we're I'm spoiling rotten. I'm crying about it because I get the water. two months yeah. of 74-degree water, and now it's 66. After pulling into a closeout to at Ribby, okay. And ripping my leg off my yeah. body. It was like and a, having it uh, screwed back on. Yeah. Cabled back on. He's, I was nice getting stuff. his throat ripped out by me, but Rivy ripped his leg out. So, you know, uh, <laughs> do the math on that one. But yeah, yeah Jeff's bummed because he can't get in the water. And I know the feeling. I spent a lot of time out of the water with some hamstring tears and different things. So thankfully, I'm back in the water, and uh, it's been really fun. Speaking of hamstrings. <laughs> wow, that was a good segue. I like that. We got Hammy. Hammy in the house today. Good morning, gentlemen. Yeah. and we got having me. Also joining us is Tom Griggs, uh, representing uh, Sea Change, a cool organization that we're going to learn a lot more about uh, that uh, is, is helping a lot of causes and homeless children in Orange County. Hey, Just boys. Me. Glad to be here. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Great to have both you guys. Thanks for coming in. Uh, I want to clear it up. Uh, Hammy is how we know Matt Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but just so we can all get clear on exactly who that is and... and uh, we, he has uh, an amazing background uh, in a lot of arenas, and for one, in music, uh, you know, I like to think of you as our own Eric Clapton in San Clemente is how I've always <laughs> yeah. thought of you. You know, I know I don't think you'd feel comfortable with that person. No, really, that makes yeah. me squirm. Yeah, no squirmy right there. But I'm just saying, like, I'm just always been a you. fan of your musicianship, and you've been in a lot of bands. I was going to ask you if you could name. Chronologically, the bands that you've been in in your life. Oh my! <laughs> um, <laughs> that could be challenging, but chronologically, I want to say the first band I was ever in was probably with my friend Jerome Wayman, who is a, a local photographer, musician, um, just a really a, a brilliant guy, super influential, and he kind of got me started with acoustic band. And then somehow I segued into... Was that, did that band have a name? Um, gosh. It was early. I know it was, it was early. early. And to ask for a name right now, I'm just like, you have to go deep into the bowels of my <laughs> band memory. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, <laughs> did he just say the bowels of his memory? <laughs> memory. I just wanted to make that There's, a poignant moment here. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but I just feel like in our town, you know, there's not that really that many people that are as you know, have such a background in music as you do. I mean, we have a lot of musicians from here, but most of them, you know, you've been in a lot of bands, and that says a lot about you, you know, like even right now, well, let's push forward. You're in uh, 
Hot apple pie. Yeah, right now I'm working with a funk band with some local musicians and some really talented people, and I'm honored to be around them and in their in their grace because they're they're the people that I have looked up to. People like Hans Silstra and and Julie Harris and Absolutely. Gavin Day, and yes. these are my influences, you know, because I always looked up to them and sort of watched what they were doing, and then it's I kind of just assimilated that sort of behavior into my own you know, ways, musically speaking, yeah. and, and culturally, I guess you could say too, like, you guys have all been so influential on me and my, the way that I see the world, it's, it's kind of been a cool thing. Well, that could be a good or a bad thing, I'm not really <laughs> sure about that, Ken. but uh, <laughs> I'll leave that up to you, yeah, no. you know, but we're, <clears throat> let's just go through it real quick, let's just try to go name, you know, I would say it's probably with Jerome, that was my, my, you know, figured out how to play guitar. Then I got into a band called Seal Rock. Seal Rock, yeah, classic. Okay, and who so was in that band? That was Derek Harris was on drums. <laughs> nice, <laughs> banging the skin. Yeah, Hans on Silstra on guitar and lead vocals, and Gavin Day on bass. Awesome. That band was awesome. Seal Rock, Seal Rock. was like okay. my first yes. band band. Okay, and I was with them for a really long time. Yes, we remember a lot of good parties with that band. Just yeah, a couple. And then we adopt. Then Derek got into masonry full time and we lost our drummer yeah and that's when Odie came in and Odie was the drummer from the black flaw or black flag when he was like 15 awesome and he was like this mega talent yeah multi-instrumentalist full percussionist yeah. yeah and like an amazing surfer yes like, I'll tell you a quick Odie story the first time I met Odie was at Clint Carroll's house and he was teaching me how to play the rumba on on the on the percussive instruments like the conga and uh, he's like, we got to take Odie to lowers. And I was like, does this guy even surf, you know? <laughs> so he's like this drummer from Black Flag, and I'm kind of freaking out on him, just being around him, like trying to tell stories about everything. And uh, so we end up going to lowers, and he's got like, uh, it's a packed lineup, like lowers always is. And he takes off on his first wave, and he comes off the bottom, and he does this huge double grab air, like over the section. In and like... 1989 or something. Yeah, yeah. Right? Before, you know what I mean? Before when, like, people did that. Only on Martin Potter and people were yeah, Archie and, and, yeah, yeah, and Christian yeah, were doing that. It wasn't like every other kid. Yeah, was it was early. It. You know, but John John wasn't mind, even yeah. born. Let's just yeah. go there. Okay. Yeah, it blew my mind. And then I realized how talented he was. And, how, and then he became one of the most influential musicians on me, uh, of anyone. At any time. At any time or any place. Yeah, Odie was yeah. and is. I don't know. Yeah, the Mill McCallum is his birth name. Okay. And, uh, Not anyone would know that, but no, yeah. Emil McKellen, yeah, and, but uh, his, um, he's just a really He was classic. Guy. Okay, so there's, so Seal, there's the Seal roots Rock. of Seal Rock. Yeah, and then Odie kind of took over and became something else. I'm not sure what it was. Yeah. It, was, I, it had a few different names. I do. I vaguely remember those. Yeah. And then we evolved into another band called Superfly, and that's when Damien sure. Bronner kind of joined the, joined the team. Superfly. Odie was gone. It's Superfly, and it was me, Gavin, and Hans. And drummers. Damien Bronner. Living color. Yeah. Drummers. Yeah. Revolving so, drummers, it seems like. Wow. Been and then theme. after that, I got in a band called Sunchild. Sunchild. That. And that was Donovan Frankenrider's That's band. That's right. That's so right. So he yeah. kind of recruited me to play guitar for his first live record. So I ended up doing that and doing a bunch of tours with them for a few years. Did you do, the, uh, did you do that thing, that uh, M MTV kind of tour? They Were you with them then? We did, the, did We did a couple warp tours, a couple domestic warp tours like in 97, 98. They were like on this they were like in this uh, mobile home or like motor home. Oh yeah, that was in. our that was our touring oh, yeah, yeah. 
of us. Yeah, you guys traveled quite a bit. Like with Sunchild, did you get uh, off the off the continent? Yeah, we we did two domestic tours and one international tour. That was like Japan, France. We kind of followed the world tour. Was what we did. Oh, because Billabong was sort of flipping the bill because. Donovan was one of their riders, so ah. we sort of followed his coattails all around the world. Nice. So we had an opportunity Thank to go to Spain, long. France, Japan, Australia, Hawaii, you know. All Great way to see the world, wouldn't you say? Oh, my Playing your yeah. music. Yeah, super me? fun. And being around the energy of the, of the ASP World Tour at the time was, was really cool. It's a neat combination, yeah. You get to sort of like, you know, jump into their world. And some of my peers at the time, like Shane Bashan and these kind of guys. We're on tour. We're on tour. Oh, Terrence McNulty. Come on now. And so I got to drop into their world and sort of like check that out at the same time. So that was a really neat experience. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Well, now let's push past Sunchild. Uh, you know, no no disrespect to Donovan Frankenrider and his freak show, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then after the Sunchild, uh, what came down? Then I got into like a lot of studio musician stuff. Yes. With my friend Josh McKendry. Um, yes. Sort of made the transition from like touring, live performance, more into the studio, which was after the incarnation of his band Jesus Chrysler. Is that correct? Yeah, those yeah. guys were early on. Like, yeah, that's early. Yeah, that's before I even knew how to play uh, guitar really? or anything oh. like that. Wow. Okay, because you know that's an awesome band. Yeah. In fact, uh, my all-time favorite band from San Clemente, Jesus Chrysler. But uh, so then you you did you've done a bunch of studio stuff and. And then since then, what bands have you kind of gotten involved with? Then I, I played with, uh, I started getting into other uh, instruments. So I started playing bass and drums and keyboards and sort of expanding my horizons, which led to other gigs not on guitar. So yeah. I, I was with an artist named Paul Cannon. Okay. He's down a San Diego-based artist. He, he's a great guy and uh, um, a wonderful dad and, and human being. And he does a lot of work with San Diego Chargers and Oh. Local charities down in, in Indian oh, reservations. Cool. He's Native American, and so um, he's just really tuned into that world. So I got to play bass with his band, and that was really fun. And um, just odd projects, uh -huh. and, and then I, I ended up with back with Gavin in Hot Apple Pie. Hot Apple Pie. Hot I want to say pie. I saw a gig. Uh, I don't know. Was it one of the first, if not the first gig? Yeah, it was maybe our second gig. Second gig. Blown away. Love the music. Just completely. Here you guys are coming up soon. Some at the Stillwater again. Yep. Just want to say, I just we a friend of mine and I popped in, heard about it, popped in, and we're just standing there with our jaw dropped, blown away. Love all the people in the band. Love the music. Huge fan of Hot Apple Pie. Um, even if it is just the holiday season, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I would and like that. You gotta check out Oz and Janine Silster too. Yes. They've got a band called Deepwater. Absolutely, oh, yeah. and they're they're awesome. So I got a chance to play with them recently too, and that's been fun. Kind of, yeah. No, they're really because they're like family, you know. So, so family, this you know that's they're an awesome. Hey, uh, Hammy, let me just ask you something. How has surfing? I know you're way into surfing, and I've seen some pictures, and you can definitely surf. You got some good talent and skills there. How has surfing affected your music? I think. For me, the two have been like go hand in hand because surfing sort of introduced me to music, and then the way that that sort of evolved was it was more about the people and the culture and the adventure of it than it was the music, and the music became a byproduct of the surfing. Yeah, because it was all about the hang and it was all about the session and the adventure of it all, 
And then the natural progression after surfing was everyone started picking up guitars and, and jamming and, and stuff like that. So I really owe everything to surfing, you know, ultimately. Like peace of mind, health of mind, body, and spirit, and, and all the friendships and relationships that I've cultivated. Yeah, because it's years, cool. Yeah. Like everyone you mentioned, and every single person you mentioned, the people you've been involved with musically, surf. Yeah. Well, surf. And yeah. The, it's like the Major Mother Ocean, you know, can. brought about this energy that brought people together really through surfing. And then, like you said, I remember many of those sessions where after we'd be in the water, we'd be kind of grab a smoothie somewhere and, and kick it somewhere. And you guys would start, you know, picking up guitars and playing and yeah. someone would be hitting yeah. the congas. Yeah. And, and I remember that yeah. starting. And I've always been a, a real fan. I, I enjoy music. I don't play music. Uh, I just, you know, have been around to, to witness that. And that's why I'm so glad to have you on the show today to talk Thanks about so much the roots me. of your musical background because I, I I wanted a chance to bring that out because I feel like by just having you on the show people might not exactly know why you know what you're about some of our listeners wouldn't know and I'm glad for that to be able to come about and a lot of stuff and the, and as soon as we get back from our break we're gonna talk a little bit more about how surfing influences lifestyles and lifestyles uh, change because of what surfing brings to each and every one of us that have the opportunity to either, if you don't surf and you watch surfing, I mean, and, and you've never surfed or even seen surfing, but somehow by some freak fest you're listening to our show, <laughs> you're going to get a real in-depth look at what goes on in the mind of, of a surfer, in the heart and the soul and the depth and the breadth and everything that comes from life-changing, man. Life being part of this life-changing. But we're going to cut out to a break real quick. We'll be back and uh, stay tuned. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Advanced Sports Fitness. Train like the pros. Advanced Sports Fitness. Surf Fitness Training. Indoboard. Balance your act. Foundation Training. Untap your hidden power. Fit Body Boot Camp. Yoga. Call now, 949-533-4537. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You are tuned in to Surf Talk Show with J.J. and the Doctor. Now, to reach the show today, do not call 888-346-9144. Did you hear that? Do not call 888-346-9144. You sure as hell aren't going to shoot us an email over to surftalkshow at gmail.com, neither. Now, back to the sickest talk show on the planet. 
Oh, it's so sick that <laughs> I just threw up. That's how sick the yeah, show is. Yeah, sneaky in here. So we've got some music, we've got some things going on, and we've got our guest, uh, Tom Griggs, with Sea Change. Uh, some other organizations. Give us a little bit about kind of just, I mean, just tell us a little bit about what what Sea uh, Change is doing. I mean, we read about it uh, just briefly last night, and it's pretty cool to see help. I, I, and again, coming back to where we ended segment one, is this whole idea of what surfing brings to the soul, to yeah. the heart. What can we do to help share some of that feeling, some of that stuff? Um, yeah. Through music, through through music. So tell and, us about sea change. You know, and what yeah, let's talk time. about sea change and what's going on. Yeah, stoke is a good, good word. You know, I think about just what kind of the, the catalyst of what brought sea change into my life is just being stoked and wanting to share the stoke, and then realizing that there's a lot of people around me and a lot of people just in our own community that are really not stoked at all. Yeah. And part of that comes from you know life situations and things like that um but so i think like the cleanest way to think about what sea change is um is you know that the common definition of sea change is is a kind of a, a change in the way things are normally done or commonly done and so sea change was founded as a mechanism to change the way things are normally done or commonly done within our community and to mobilize the surf community the coastal community to go after some of these local causes as well as global causes where people actually need some help. The easiest way to think about that and the cleanest way to think about that is think of like Tom's Shoes, where it's kind of a commerce for cause business mm -hmm. model, um, but it's a surf brand, right? Okay. We've got the normal stuff like the stuff I brought to you today, right? We've got water bottles, hats, shirts, um, you know, women's apparel and things like that, um, getting that out to some of the shops and and doing that, but all the proceeds from that, as well as donations that come into the organization, go directly to support some of these causes that are that we're helping out. Such as, so such as <clears throat> some of those causes that you might think about, um, or may not actually be thinking about, um, is some of the, the local homeless problems within our own community, within uh, Orange County. I mean, and not just not Santa Ana and Garden Grove and some of the places you would think where homeless might go hand in hand with some of these a little bit more. Poverty-stricken areas everywhere. Orange County in general. Yeah, so I mean, really, we focus in on um, homeless youth, um, and you know, surfing being what it is, something that everybody you know gravitates to. And well, well yeah, because it's the coolest sport in the world. It's totally yeah. the coolest sport in the world, and you know, who wouldn't want to be the coldest person in the world? Yeah, the coolest thing in yeah. the world. No question. So, so basically, um, there's the beach communities and the coastal communities draw in. A lot of those homeless youth, um, some of them are kind of marginal homeless, where they live in motels for a period of time throughout the month, um, and then you know the county kicks them out because of county regulations. They can't stay there for more than thirty days. So they're then they're homeless for you know two to a weekend, and then they're back in these motels. So you know we've actually got motels here in San Clemente, um, up in Costa Mesa. Um, and you know, in not not so much in Newport, but definitely in Huntington Beach and and up through the South Bay, to have a lot of just homeless minors. Right, these are kids that are either living with families or they're living with in a custodial relationship with um, some, you know with a uh, with a yeah. cousin or an uncle, or they're foster kids that just turned eighteen and they're and the, and the county's just like see you later, oh, right? Geez. And you know they just need some help to get on their feet. A lot of these kids, you know, good thing it's no shave November, right? But it's you know a lot of these kids actually don't even know how to shave. They've never had a dad 
or, you know, an elder in their life that taught them some of these things, right? Etiquette in the water, yeah. right? A lot yeah. of these kids that are at super aggro in the water, you get them outside the water and they just don't know how to act either, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's that's part of what we're doing is you know, we work with organizations and the local contest series, uh, the Soul Surf series, NSSA, WSA, to actually be a presence there um, and cool. actually advocate for some of these kids um, and actually what we're going to be doing here in the near future is actually getting these kids out in the water and kind of doing localized bro-ams, if you will. Bro-am. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of a takeoff on pro-am, <laughs> I believe. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Pro-am. Yeah. So basically that's just kids in the water, um, other groms helping out other groms and making relational connections. One of the things that's just, you know, it's a tragedy to me that we would live in this just beautiful place, right? And then you know, we've got people that are just aren't experiencing what this place is about and, and uh, you know, some of the beauty and majesty of kind of just the ocean and, and being stoked. Yeah, right? exactly. And right? so, somewhat uh, life situations have brought them to not being aware of, you know, they, they, they can't even think. They don't, they're wondering where their food's going to come from. Yeah, they're gonna obviously, have a roof over if they're hungry, you're probably not trying to get a surfboard, you're trying you're to get food. Probably not trying to get stuff. You know, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, I actually have a somewhat of an understanding of that. I mean, I grew up here and in my teenage years was found many times uh, sleeping in T Street Canyon at times. I mean, I have a kind of a unique background myself, but... Um, it was different then. I mean, it was, uh, I'm old enough where that was in the 70s and there was not that many people here and there was a lot of fruit on the trees and right. I was, you know, I knew I figured out how to survive uh, pretty well um, just by the friends that I made at the pier and by people that I, you know, associated myself with. It was a different era. But now here we are pushed forward, you know, this many years and now it's 2015 and, you know, it's a much more urban landscape, urban landscape and, it's probably tougher, you know, and it's much more expensive now. Totally. And it's got to be, how many numbers of, I, I never read this number yeah, on your. Yeah, it's staggering, man. It's, that's the thing that blows me away. Is that it was a, like 30,000 plus yeah. Orange, homeless Orange, kids in Orange County? Orange County has has total 30,000, roughly 30,000 homeless. That includes adults and oh, minors. All, all ages, um, yeah. And then roughly 18,000 of that, that's Around half our kids are minors. Minors, wow. Because uh, yeah. I think you know a good portion of them are living right down on the bridge under their by trestles down by me. Are they? Not yeah. trying to make humor of it, but honestly, that I see on the south side of town. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's staggering. You know, you're just like going, "Wow, what's going on here?" But you know, they want to be closer to the beach. You know, they want people do gravitate toward the beach. However, it is kind of a unique mixture when you have homeless people in a kind of a, what seems like a pretty wealthy neighborhood. Right by the beach, and you're like seeing these people that look like, you know, they don't, they, they don't really have any money, and they don't have a home, and it's just always kind of like, wow, how does that happen? Because they probably want to get closer to the beach. I don't, I would if yeah. I was that. I'm, I'm just so proud of you guys that are making organizations and cultivating this stuff to, to sort of like drive a dagger through those barriers that sort of separate privileged kids from kids that really have to struggle to even enjoy to find Stoke and by setting up these mediums so to speak yeah. you're allowing a forum for people to come together and 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 experience the joy of surfing and music yes. and how they how they can help you 
in ways that you can't even sort of foresee because they give you stoke, just like yeah. food gives you stoke. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. These yeah. two things yeah. are, are fundamental to fighting depression and keeping your head up. True. When you're up against the ropes, you know. Well, yeah, really and cool. at that well level, said. psychologically speaking, I mean, you know, if you go back, anyways, to the hierarchy of needs, I mean, food, shelter, right? Social acceptance, stoke, Basel, is yes. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Exercise. Yeah. You know? Exercise. Exercise. And as yeah, we all know, that kind of that chemical rush that you get yeah. somehow you get out of the water from surfing and you just god your your problems seem a little less you seem a little more stoic it's we're weird. wired that way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. honestly we're, we're really wired that way that you know, a lot of people take that kind of that that saying we hear oftentimes it's better to give than to receive a lot of times people think that that that's we're, we're, it's morally better for us to give than it is to receive and that's true right it's totally true but i think what that really is saying, to me at least, is that, dude, you, your heart, man, your chest feels way better about giving things to other people and helping out other people than just getting stuff. Yeah. Right? And that's, to me, is kind of what I'm hooked on, right? I'm totally hooked on it like a drug. It's just I, I got to find ways to help out, and, and I even get my kids into it now. Mm-hmm. And what's well, one of the things I found about the Groms, dude. They naturally go there. Mm-hmm. They naturally go there right away. We, we as adults and older kids, you know, you know, we, we surf Hawaii, and, right? Yeah. We've all surfed Hawaii, and we always find that it's it's even here, right? Sometimes it's even me, right? With the older guys in the water are the ones that are a little bit more like, dude, come on, bro, right? We're we care more about the etiquette than the Groms do. Right. Well, so yeah, we get we can get a little bit more aggro about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm well, constantly calling them out, right? The Groms, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that was, that's a definite subject. Um, <laughs> we can just say that when we were growing up, the elders, if you will, that yeah. raised us gave us tremendous uh, substance in the area of showing respect substance. to the people that are older, that are the main people at the break. And uh, you really had a lot to handle when it came to even just paddling for a wave. Where now it seems like, you know, push forward, you know, again, here to 2015, and you have Groms like, hey, 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 hey. And yeah, you're just yeah, going, yeah. wow, that's just amazing, that yeah. whole turnaround. Paddle around me one more time and it's yell behind me. It's just incredible, you know. But, you, what, yeah. but, you know, the thing is, you know, realistically, like, it's tough <laughs> to do something. Like, now, when we were kids, you would physically get dealt with. Uh, Under the bridge. Actually, I did yeah. because I wasn't a punk kid cutting older guys off. I really can honestly say... I rarely, if ever, had that happen to me, but that's probably why I, would, I could be a Grom and surf around, you know, say, San Clemente Pier in the 70s. It was a really tough thing. But, like, now I'll paddle out and just go, these kids are blowing my mind. Like, And I'm just usually with my jaw dropped going, wow, what, really? are, what do you – well, because what can you really – I mean – Oh, no, no, no. What can you do? The conversation uh, just in the water before I, uh, before I got my injury – sitting out there and I mean it was unbelievable someone like I, I think it was Eric Adolph one of the nicest guys on right. the planet pretty much the nicest guy in the planet nicest yeah. guy in the world and he like said something to a kid and was threatened on the beach by the lifeguards and the sheriffs that he was going to go to jail and it was a non-threatening he's like you can't even talk to him now because it's like wow yeah, you should weird. be careful you know where's your dad you could get hurt that 
simple of it. You know Eric has never threatened somebody. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Come on. He's if he said up with that nice guy in the room, like, dude, that could yeah. you can get, you can get hurt yeah. by being dangerous. It's like, I mean, that's the thing. And someone you know, turns him in, it's like you can't say anything, you can't do anything, you're going to jail for assault. You're going to jail for a surfing assault. A surfing assault. And it's... That's the thing. As surfers, we engage and we we live the, one of the most selfish sports. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. very new sport. So I think it's our shared responsibility to flip the script on that and find a way to, to, to yeah. get back. Well, and that's, that's, that's exactly, exactly what you're talking about. That's exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And work with the growth of the sport and find a new etiquette and build those, those yeah, standards. Yeah, absolutely. Because currently, I mean, we are challenged in that department. And so we're on anything camera. we can do, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's we're like, on camera. Yeah, you can't give slaps. It's like, yeah. no, absolutely. Everyone's on camera, everything. You get some drone flying over you. I mean, I know, for instance, my brother, Brent, he, uh, he's been a few years back. He gets so mad, this kid keeps dropping in. So he just breaks the kid's fins out and goes, see you, buddy. Well, that's, uh, that's Aaron he did that to you, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. That's Aaron was alcohol even now, buddy. No, we don't want to talk to him yet. Aaron's had his own experience with the doctor here. <laughs> oh, we're he's talking about his little about pro that yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a real piece of work. That kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, we're, we're, we're uh, we love you, Aaron. Saved, saved by the bell here. Saved by the bell. Let's, let's go out to a break, and we'll bring it back in with Pluggy Pluggerson giving some plugs. But let's you take it out to a break. And, and we'll come back, and we'll, we'll hear right about some surf stories. And maybe even some uh, tour talk. Tour talk comes up. Stay tuned. to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports advanced sports fitness train like the pros advanced sports fitness surf fitness training indo board balance your act foundation training Untap your hidden power. Fit Body Boot Camp. Yoga. Call now, 949-533-4537. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. 
You are tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. Now, to reach the show today, do not call 888-346-9144. Did you hear that? Do not call 888-346-9144. You sure as hell aren't going to shoot us an email over to surftalkshow at gmail.com, neither. Now, back to the sickest talk show on the planet. Welcome back to Surf Talk we're Show, back. ladies and gentlemen. We're back. Just so, uh, going here. What? Just for a second, we're going to uh, let JJ get into his... Uh, Pluggy Pluggerfeld mode. <laughs> All right. Well, as you know, Surf Talk Show is a great show. Original season was brought to you by uh, a, a great product, Wax Track. It's just a big uh, vinyl decal that goes on your board with a raised pattern on it, and uh, and the wax sticks to it. Best part of it is that it comes right off with one foul swoop, and you've got ninety percent of the wax mess off your board wrapped up in a ball, and. Uh, and again, for those of you uh, maybe slandering or any other things that might be going on on the air here, we're protected by One Law. That's right, OneLaw.com. Team of attorneys backing us up. If you have any problems of any kind legally, which sometimes we do, we talked about some things going on in the water. If you've been the uh, you know victim of, of some sort of accusation or a crime, uh, go ahead and call OneLaw.com. And then, of course, my leg being busted up, I ran into uh, Glenn Calkins uh, with Pristine Hydro. That's pristinehydro.com. Best water, best nutrition, uh, and most of all, he's fixing my leg. He's doing the therapy with the GC method on my leg. They're off El Toro Road, an absolutely phenomenal product, changing my life, clearing you out. You've got to go to Pristine Hydro, read about it, and get better. Plug it up. We're all pluggy. Well, I just want to throw it in there. I want to thank again Noel Surfboards for having us Always. every week be able to run our show out of their shop. It's uh, quite an honor, and we're just really stoked to be here. So thank you to the Noel family. And Advanced and, uh, Sports Fitness. Let's also thank Advanced <laughs> Sports Fitness for uh, <clears throat> keeping it real in the fitness department. If you have enough sack to show up, uh, you know the number. If uh, not, listen to the show. Boom. Okay, so. Back to the show. <laughs> Everybody backs yeah. up. Okay. Yeah. So the point that I want to say now is that, you know, we're just really stoked to have a show that could bring in a variety of guests and give a forum for some sort of uh, conversation weekly that you may not hear normally, that might be something that, you know, might be refreshing to your ears. You might... You know, it might raise your hair. You might not agree with everything. Thank God, because to live in a in a world where we all agree would be kind of homogenous to me. I mean, I just feel like it's really awesome that we can, you know, have many points of view. Uh, it's not about agreeing. It's actually about hearing things you may or may not agree with and bringing that to the center and learning in, from other points of view. With that said, I don't know what you just said, but I disagree 100%. So we like to get into this part where we talk about... Uh, the tour, you know, uh, the next segment, we're going to talk about surf travel, but right now let's just talk about the tour. Like, uh, what tour is that? The Any tour. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we're not talking about the WSA. Uh, hey, you got to go there before you can get there. Yeah. That's all great. That's but right I don't there. think, you know, that's as interesting currently as, a WSL as, as the, the QS uh, on the WSL. Right. I just think right now it's toward the end of the year and, and, uh, for instance, you know, Hammy, uh, who do you think is going to win the tour? I think Mick Fanning's going to win the tour. Who do you, who do you want, want to win the tour? I want 
Owen Wright doing the tour because he's a Langster and I'm a Langster. Hang on, hang on. Does he have a statistical chance? I don't know. I don't. He does. He does. He does. Forty-six thousand. He's got right now. He has a statistical chance. He has a statistical. And a couple guys have to choke. Yeah, like if Adriano. Yeah, look at the last two contests. Yeah, someone has to throw it away. Kind of. Don't, don't do good and he which wins he yeah. can win same which as Julian which just happened in the last Nick's going to have to get attacked by a sea turtle <laughs> uh, he could get attacked by Kala he could get attacked by sea turtles <laughs> he's got the mind and the body to do it and he's already oh, done it well oh, Mick. Mick Fanning yeah, Mick, in yeah. the crunch when, when, the, when it hits the fan you know he's the man when Mick Fanning hit, when the things hit the fan for Mick Fanning, he's the man. man. Clearly, I mean, he, that was like he a beats lyric. up sharks. Yeah, he's a shark beater. Yeah, well, whatever. Okay. I mean, he's he's a shark and, beater. And if he gets in trouble for that, he'll call one. But my second, <laughs> is that oh, a kind of God, can you wear a shark? Swaggy, so plug it yeah. I'm gonna plug Felipe Toledo too, because he is the nicest kid, totally and really he is, is so talented. Guy. And and he he surfs from the heart, and it's and it's obvious. It's obvious. Yeah, I would say if pipes big, he'd have a pretty. He did have a lot to prove there. For sure. He's yeah. always going to have something to prove. That's going to be a chip <laughs> on his shoulder, like Rob Machado style. Like, yeah. well, he's going to have to be a pipe master to shake it. Yeah, he is. He has to win it. But I doubt he'll grow his hair that long anytime too soon. He could, though. He could. <laughs> he and it would probably be curly. It's got the same, <laughs> same, same setup. Yeah, same setup. Yeah. Oh my God! Toledo is so nice. Is he actually Brazilian? Yeah, I know it's incredible. He has so much respect, you know. But I want to say another (laughs) nice kid, and we'll get back to the what you guys are talking about. But I just got as far as throw it, Uh, rookie of the year. Let's go there. I'll rip his throat out. (laughs) He's off the charts. Oh my God! Talk about it. Seems like such a nice kid. Like pitbull surf. God. Yeah. That's what happens. You yeah. get Italio Ferreira. Who's yeah, like, he's yeah. ridiculous in the line. Get ready because he's not going away. He no. is not going and away. He, you can see that he's bringing kind of, I want to say, and, and with all due respect and, and RIP Andy Irons, but he's bringing the pit bull Andy Irons brought to the tour. Oh, yeah. He's bringing God, it. I see his yeah. heat in the water, his face. He's looking at these guys. And his position. He's he slapping care. the water. He doesn't care. No, he does not. He's caring like a, a lot. He's a for the MLB. Yes. You know? yes, he's yeah. a nut. Short, squatty, super yeah. talented, going to be rookie of the year. Is that fair to say? I think okay. everyone's that's done. That's done. Yeah. If yeah. not, Speaking even actually. Speaking it's the five-year anniversary on the second. Yes. Yeah. I saw Bruce ripping the sun the rising sun board. I'm not sure, but he's... I need to look uh, does Inlo have a chance at the World Tour this year? No. He does not, statistically? No. He's sitting six right now, isn't he? I don't think he's been mentioned as someone who has a chance. Okay. Even if he wins pipe and all the people at the top okay. lose day Still one, doesn't. I don't think he has a statistical chance he must just to actually win pipe. But let's just say no matter what... He's, a, he's made a big name for himself this year. He's going to be Tour Rookie of the Year, Unreal. right? Is that fair yeah. to say? Yeah. And uh, Tom, who would you? Who do you think is going to? Win, who do you want to win the tour? And, and who, who do you think is going to win the tour? Yeah, I mean Philippe and and uh, you know make her neck and neck, right? And, you know, I, I think just both guys are just super nice, super low key. Their whole personality is just. Very grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be stoked to see either one of those guys go. You know, I, I uh-huh. had an opportunity to, to actually meet Philippe the other day at the at church, and and um, just super grounded guy. I didn't understand a word he was saying, right? But you know, <laughs> through his interpreter, was just super grounded, and um, would love to see somebody like that go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
even though he's a Brazilian and, you know, the, the Brazilians are so hungry and we were just talking about how, why they're so hungry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd love to see Philippe take it. And, yeah, that'd be good. Do you think he's going to win? So that's who you'd love to see. Who do you think is going to win? Yeah, I think win? statistically he's there, right? Okay. I mean, he's pretty much neck and neck. They're both uh, like 48,000, 49,000 points, within, right? I think 400 or 300 points. Yeah, so right about Adriano. He's in there too, right? Yeah. He's in the mix, yeah. He's in the mix. So where is he stand? Third right now? Yeah, he's third. He, okay, so, you know, I mean, that's, you know, let's talk about a raging little pit bull full of desire. Yeah, that's another Roy guy. That's it. <laughs> he's just someone that, you know, has so much drive. I mean, this whole Brazilian thing is so amazing that, that where they've come from, there are so many of them now on tour, mm-hmm. how hard they fight. I mean, you know, you can critique their style, you can critique their personalities, but at the end of the day, it's tough to com- com- really oh, yeah. have anything but respect for where they've come from and how hard they, how hard, how much they yeah. try, you know, and, and, and so I hard. have nothing but respect for their heart, you know, yeah, um, and their pride, I mean, it's just, pride, you know, it's amazing, like, country pride. our, you know, our guys don't root for each other like that, like, you know, Griffin was in here talking about how it's kind of weird, like, Americans are almost, almost, Antagonistic to each other. It's more of a. It's all about media. Kind of a. Yeah, there's not really a prideful nation that's you know you're just supporting your boys like Aussies are like that. Yeah, right. You don't Uh, see a lot of American flags. You know, no. wrapped on the beach. On no, the I didn't say events you do, right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a national thing, but we're just not built like that. You know, we're more of. So yeah, I just feel that at the end of the day, it's it's that part of it intrigues me. I, I like seeing. People, I like the blood sports style. I've always been a fan of when there's rivalries, like you know how Slater and and uh, and Andy, or even I liked it back when it was Dane Kialoa <clears throat> up against like guys like Rabbit, and they were just pissed off, and yeah. it really felt like someone was going to get punched on the stand, oh, yeah. or people's ropes were actually being ripped out, or Bobby Martinez. Yeah. Even though when he was on tour, he didn't seem that really eggy toward anyone, but he served angry. Yeah, yeah, toward the judges. That's a whole different thing. I mean, m- want to beat each other. Like, yeah. go into the sport and be like, it's more I that want to take this guy down. Lose. You know? They hate losing. Yes. That's, or if that's, there's a cultural undercurrent, like Hawaiians, Aussies. Yeah. Where you have this Aussie takeover, and the Hawaiians have more to surf for than just surfing. You know? Yes. Absolutely. Yes, the pride of their culture, yeah, you know, in a way. Yeah. You see a lot of Hawaiian yeah, flags our way. going on. Well, that, but that's what the Brazilian thing I think is bringing nowadays is that kind of that feeling like, you know, we're a country yeah. coming here to kick your ass. Out of the favelas. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, out yeah. of the favelas. That's a good point. Really yeah. awesome. So sometimes it offends us, but I just feel I like, you know, at the end of the day, it's awesome. I think it brings it full circle, too, to, to sea change in that you, if, when you create these opportunities for these kids that have, they may not have the money, but they have the heart and the drive, and yeah. ultimately that's what it takes. Yes, and that commitment and that dedication, you know. Are we so, on the way out for uh, yeah, a, we're a break? Is that what you're trying to motion? Probably shorten this segment down just a touch, but we're out. We're out Bobby for a break. Oh my gosh, Mister! I'll come over there and rip your throat out. Take us out before my throat gets ripped out. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Advanced Sports Fitness. Train like the pros. 
advanced sports fitness, surf fitness training, indo board, balance your act, foundation training, untap your hidden power, fit body boot camp, yoga. Call now, 949-533-4537. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You are tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. Now, to reach the show today, do not call 888-346-9144. Did you hear that? Do not call 888-346-9144. You sure as hell aren't going to shoot us an email over to surftalkshow at gmail.com, neither. Now, back to the sickest talk show on the planet. Yeah, back to the sickest talk show on the planet. Oh, boy. Well, you know, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, back to the sickest talk show on the planet. And oh, we were planet. talking about the tour. We're going to get into surf, surf travel stories. But before that, uh, JJ wanted to give a shout-out to yeah, uh, someone definite. that we're real proud of, I guess. Definite shout-out to Kanoa Igarashi for uh, making the tour. and uh, Congratulations. Winning. Winning a six thousand event and just and he's on fire for the ten thousand that he's in right now. He's just looking unstoppable. So so he's qualified. He's in. He's on tour in twenty sixteen. Another Californian. Another American. American. Another specifically, even just Californian. You know that kid works his butt off. Orange County. This kid. Yeah. yeah. Right. Huntington. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty works cool, man. Works his butt off. I'm guys that uh, live up there with him, judge, head judge of the WSA, Pat. Said the guy's just phenomenal. He's just a cool kid, and he's worked his butt off. Yeah, he's been like smoking no everybody down there at the WSA for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like my kid. Yes, he's yeah, been, exactly. he's been you know at it for a long time. Even though he's only eighteen years old, he's definitely been at it for a long time. So congratulations to you, Kano. We'd love to have you on the show sometime if uh, we could uh, figure out how to get you in here. It'd be awesome. Because I know you're training and surfing like a madman, but hey. It's only one hour, man. You now know, it's Thursdays for an know, hour. Get in we've here. We've got one hour, so now we got to go to uh, Cave, Cave Doctor's favorite part of the show, which is Surf Travel Adventure, which uh, gives us time to reflect on some of the best trips or craziest trips or nuttiest trips that we've had. Yeah, you know, because as much as a tour is cool and we love that, you know, I mean, really at the core of our experience is our own personal adventures. Yeah. I really feel like that's what drives us as individuals. I mean, it's great to watch the best surfers in the world surf the best breaks, and yeah. no one's going to deny that. No, it's cool. But unlike many other sports, you know, surfing has kind of this unique element of individual adventure. So with yeah. that said, uh, Hammy, got got something for us? Oh, gosh. Uh, probably my most pinch-me surf story would have to be uh, I was staying with my good friend Chris Barnum on, the, on his lawn at Waimea. And we were on the North Shore of Hawaii, and we were surfing a bunch, and he ended up getting the flu one day. And Michael Ho showed up to come go surfing. And it was like, I was like, is this really happening? Michael Ho is asking us to go surfing. And I was like, Barnum was out, sick. So I was like, Barnum, I don't have a board. So he's like, well, whatever, just take mine. So I took his, 
And I go with Mike, and I'm freaking out because I'm going surfing with Mike Poe at sunset. It's 68 feet offshore. So we pull up, and I'm thinking, okay, this, this is crazy. You know, I'm, like, super white and lanky and just, like, this clearly, like, like a white boy fresh off the boat, ready to go surf 68-foot sunset with okay, Mike Poe. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, this is real. And then right as I think I'm going to paddle out and do this super extended football field paddle out to sunset, the jet ski rolls up, right? And Mike gives us the nod and is like, jump on the ski, bro. So now I'm like double pinch myself. So I'm on the back of the, of the ski with Mike and, and a guy driving, and I'm not sure who it was, but I know it was a legend. And so we roll out to the very back of the lineup, like on the backside by backyards. And, uh, and I have no idea what I'm doing. And there's giant West Peaks coming in, uh, just shutting everyone down. And me and Mike are in the very back in the pit. And he, uh, so I'm like, he's, he, he's looking at me laughing now, like, like grinning, like, yeah, get ready, boy. Welcome to the Thunder yeah. Dome. But he was such a sweet dude. He showed me exactly where to line up. He showed me X and Y and what house to look at. And I won't give it away because it's a secret, secret lineup spot. And sure enough, this perfect eight-footer comes right to me, and the wind is so offshore that it's blind takeoff. So, and all I hear is, go, Hammy. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay. And I put my head down, I paddle as hard as I could, and sure enough, I had no leash because Mike had no leash, and he told me I couldn't wear a leash either. Yeah. So yeah. I had no leash on, on an eight-foot sunset bomb offshore blind takeoff, and I pulled it. And rode it all the way in, and got cleaned up by West Peak, and broke Barnum's board in half. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. And got washed in over the reef, and just sat there on the beach, like smiling for Stoops. days. Oh, way awesome story. Barnum kicked, me off, Barnum kicked me off the property, and <laughs> I got stuck in Kauai with Ziggler for another month. Oh my god, that was the best Dang. trip of my life ever. <laughs> Still to this day. Oh my god, that's it's awesome. One of those. I, I, when you start that story, and my, I'm going surfing with Michael Hill. This is. Well, all I picture is Wayne's World and him just going, we're not worthy. We're not yeah, worthy. Yeah, that's incredible. That was me. Yeah, that's a really neat I was getting like evil glares from everyone in the lineup. Of course. Yeah. Right. Shuttled out that's by Mike and his team. Yeah, that's pretty well, serious. That's a requirement. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, what about you? Got any any fun stories for us? Yeah, I don't know. We're getting the... Four minutes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I think... Uh, Probably the most funnest or the the uh, the out of comfort zone things, right? Are probably the things that I remember the most. And um, I had an opportunity to actually go down to Haiti right after the earthquake and do a surf and serve trip down there. Um, if it's not quite you know where you're at as far as Haleiwa, but you know the the, the backside of of Haiti, um, a place called Leogon, is is actually got some decent waves in it when when it goes. Nothing crazy like. Like the North Shore, or anything like that, but completely out of the comfort zones. Dude, dudes, you're in Haiti. Yeah, dudes you're walking around with AK 47s like, and oh, stuff like yeah, that. Um, and, and, you know, just the opportunity to get, again, just kind of get out of my comfort zone and spend some time in, in places that was just, just wrecked, but I could also bring, a, you know, something that I love, right? Surfing to that and, and share that stoke. Um, and you actually found a wave there. Yeah, we actually found a few of them. Right? A few waves. It's, yeah, it's it's on the backside of Tahiti. Heading towards Dominican Republic no, side or the other back, way? I wish it was the backside of Tahiti, but it was. I mean, Haiti. I'm sorry, Haiti. Yeah. Yeah, but the backside of Haiti. of Haiti, heading toward yeah, it's the south side. Okay. South side of Haiti. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, was, I've actually been to Haiti myself, so I, I, I've had an experience there. But um, So yeah. I share it. It's a gnarly place. Yeah, it's, but I didn't get to surf. But you got surfed there, and, yeah. you know, obviously the culture there is pretty insane. Yeah, got the opportunity to, to work in orphanage there for a few days and then take some of those kids out and, and show them, you know, basically, again, 
thing that's a trip about Haiti is that you can go right offshore and it's just beautiful, right? Yeah. It's just amazing. But they're in the Caribbean. You, you know? go, you know, you go a few inches inshore and it just sucks everywhere. Yes. So um, the, the opportunity to actually take kids that live there full time and show them all these fish, show them these waves, the energy that's created, talk about that with them, get them to feel the energy of this planet that's that's being moved around. And just share that with them. That was cool. Surf and surf Super kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah. Um, I actually got a pretty crazy trip coming up. Where are you actually, going? Actually, in May, we're going to Zimbabwe, Indonesia. Oh, wow. And um, it's one of those two-dayer just to get there, right? So kind yeah. of a couple Jeez, of planes. A yeah. A couple of planes, a couple of boats. Um, and it's another surf and surf trip. But I'm super excited to get there and do that. It's predominantly a Muslim community. And we're just going there as Christian surfers just to share surfing with them, share surfing with fellow Muslims, and just be surfers and not be Christians and be Muslim, but cool. just That's be cool, humans that surf. Yeah. Humans in fellowship that, that shed all the titles yeah. and yeah. just yeah. be surfers. Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. That just share so I'm happy to be able to do that. And actually, I that to my kids. Wow. I always like that word. Zimbabwe. I don't know why. Sumbawa. Zimbabwe. You know? It just sounds like Zimbabwe. <laughs> Zimbabwe. You know? It just has that really tribal yeah. sound. Yeah. Really Zimbabwe. cool. Yeah, I might really get a tattoo cool on there. Huh? Yeah. Might get a little Ooh, yeah. Who knows what might happen? Yeah, you right? never know. Try might, a tattoo? Yeah. Could kill you. But you know, <laughs> a Christian surfer might let a Muslim put a tattoo on it. You know? yeah. yeah. Let's cross all boundaries here on surf, cross all boundaries. surf Talk Show, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. I mean, if, if you can do that, maybe I can, you know, for one episode, not rip JJ's throat out. You know, maybe or can... maybe, yeah, that would. That would be a good start. <laughs> At least not threaten to rip his throat. <laughs> yeah, maybe that. Maybe that would be a good start. Yeah, maybe would it be not threatening to rip it out? Okay. We uh, we want to thank both you guys for coming in and sharing what you both shared because it it, it sheds a lot of light and uh, pretty cool stuff. Love the music. Love the Stoke. Love oh, yeah. the uh, love the mission that that you have going there with uh, sea change. Sea change. Really cool. Really stoked on it. The, all the topics that we talked about today. Has it been an hour almost? I know, yeah. it's crazy, isn't yeah. it? Wow, it's crazy, yeah. guys. Time flies so when you're having fun, fun on Surf Talk Show. And, uh, Thanks for having me, said. guys. That was cool. Thanks yeah. for coming. Stay tuned for more episodes of Surf Talk Show. And, uh, you know, or you might get, enjoy uh, surfing. You might get, get a water. hug. You might get your throat ripped out. Depends which one of us you have. And Either just, way, uh, be careful because, you know, Try not to let the grommets cut you off. You, know, Burn your body. you don't know what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? You, you can't, can't even yell at them. So the deadly weapon. I mean, one law. One law. dot com. <laughs> That's Pluggerton. One law. dot com. Pluggy McPlugger. Pluggy McPlugger fell. I think we're out. Well, that's all we got time for this week, you Barnes. Yeah. You kooks. That's all we've got time for this week, folks. Surf Talk Show can be heard live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join JJ and the doctor next week. Until then, pull in deep and stay stoked, my friends.